welcome to another episode of Mama Earth Talk. I'm your host, Maris Canal. Realizing just how much waste we generate on a daily basis, I've set a personal goal not only to reduce, reuse, and recycle, but to also educate the world about sustainability and how each of us can help preserve our beautiful planet. Thanks for listening. Let's dig in. Hey, crazy birds. I hope you guys are doing well. Today, it's only me. There's no guest. And I am super excited to be talking to you guys to tell you a little bit about what's going on and also to give you guys some tips. So living a zero waste lifestyle can be challenging during normal circumstances. So throw in like 14 days of self-isolation and you have an entire new ball game. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you guys about my experience with self-isolation and provide you with some handy tips for you so that you can easily keep your waste to an absolute minimum by following these tips. So make sure to listen all the way to the end and let me know which of these tips were actually your favorite. Are you already doing some of them or which one have you tried out and is amazing? Hit me up on Instagram and let me know. So if the audio sounds a little bit different than what it normally does, this is my first episode recording in our new apartment. So bear with me. <laughs> we don't have a lot of furniture yet. We're still waiting for our stuff to come from Dubai. So let's hope for the best. Um, yeah, so 2020 has definitely threw us with some curveballs. COVID has been a very difficult time for many of you. And I do hope that you guys are all staying safe. This year, I mean, just looking at our situation, we had so many plans. You know, we wanted to travel back to South Africa for one of our best friend's weddings. Uh, we wanted to go and visit friends and family in Dubai and, well, again, in South Africa. Um, but And also pack up the last bits of our stuff that was left in Dubai. And we also wanted to start our tiny house. And I actually hoped that by the end of this year, we would be in this tiny house already with like a lovely fur baby or well, a big Great Dane. <laughs> um, but yeah, t 2020 had different plans for us. And needless to say, none of those plans that we had actually worked out. And, you know, sometimes was a bit harder than other times but you know the important thing is that we actually got through it and you know we still you know coping and getting on and I know Christmas is coming and a lot of us is not going to be able to spend the time with our families which is really heartbreaking but at this point we really need to consider our safety and you know trying to stay safe and just get through this you know on the other side so in September my husband actually got offered a really wonderful job opportunity, but that meant we had to leave Brisbane, which we absolutely loved, and head back west to Perth in Western Australia. And at the time of our move, Western Australia had 
a hard border. So within Australia, there was this hard border and we had to apply to get like passes and everything to actually just enter Western Australia. And after that, we had to do a 14 day self isolation in a hotel apartment. You could, well, if you had a house, you could do it in the house considering that no one else is living with you. But as we just arrived, we did not have a house. So hotel apartment it was. So we were not allowed to actually set foot outside our apartment because obviously you're in self-isolation. So you should not leave the apartment even if there's an emergency, <laughs> you know, you need to stay put. Um, and during this 14 days, we had the police actually come by twice to check whether we're, um, whether we're at home, you know, are we feeling any symptoms? And yeah, so it was, it was really intense. And we also had SMSs every single day asking whether we had a fever or anything, um, any symptoms related to COVID. So it was a very interesting time, but not being able to actually leave this apartment, we had to rely on online grocery shopping. We had to rely on food delivery systems and we are really lucky enough to actually have family that also lives in Perth. And sometimes they could, you know, drop off a few things if we really needed something and couldn't get it delivered. So the accommodation that we had, had like a fully equipped kitchen. So like all the pots and pans and crockery and everything. So it was very basic, but it was good to, you know, go and cook a meal. So yeah, for us, that was quite nice. And, but I mean, this could be a total different experience for you if you have to go into a proper hotel isolation where you literally only have a bedroom, a bathroom, no microwave or anything like that. So, you know, your options of actually preparing and cooking food is very limited. So I do get that and I do understand if that's your situation. So I just hope that there's some of the tips that, that I give you guys today that can work in whichever situation you are. You know, if you ever have to self-isolate or go into government isolation, you know, take these tips to heart and, you know, see how you can actually reduce waste. Or if you're just home and, you know, obviously with a lot of lockdowns and stuff, it's getting hard sometimes to actually go places. Hopefully you can use some of these tips for you to still try and, you know, live a life that is sustainable, but that's also kind of helping you to stay safe during COVID at the moment. One of the first and probably the biggest tip that I can give is, you know, to kind of come prepared for this. We tried our best, giving our circumstances to actually prepare a little, you know, we weren't allowed to like um, purchase food that we can bring with us because obviously we were traveling from one state to another. So we couldn't bring any food products with us. If you are going to isolate and you're in a position where you can actually go prepare um, in advance, you know, you can actually buy stuff in bulk or, you know, stock up with less packaging before you actually go into this lockdown or into this isolation. So that's an option too. 
So some of the stuff that I actually did prepare and that I that I made sure I have with us, we only had a limited amount of luggage. So we wanted to really bring stuff that was really important to fit within the 23K limit. So three things I could definitely have not done without is the first thing is it's a charcoal water filter. And I'm gonna explain to you in a bit how exactly it worked. And yeah, it just saved so much single use plastic. So loved it. And then one of my absolute favorite products is Stasher bags. Love them, they are amazing. And then the third thing, which was an absolute must that I packed, was um, three pieces of collapsible like container boxes. That's very lightweight as well. And I'm gonna tell you exactly what I did with them as well. So as we were going to be staying in this like hotel apartment for two weeks without leaving the house, um, it was really important for me not to use the bin at all. Definitely did not want to use it because first of all, if you start filling you know, trash in that bin, it's obviously gonna smell. And because we're in isolation, you can't really go out and throw it in the garbage, you know? So you're gonna keep that bag in your house for two weeks until you are cleared to go out. So yeah, it was definitely not gonna have the bin. So getting through 14 days of self-isolation with no bin took some planning, little bit of creativeness, but it was a lot easier than I actually thought. So one of the first tips that I'm gonna discuss was the online shopping, cause we did not really have a way to get shopping. We could have um, asked our family to bring certain stuff, but obviously we didn't wanna you know, bother them all the time with grocery delivery stuff. Um, so online grocery shopping was one of the things that we did. And this can really be like kind of hit or miss, you know, depending on where you order from. We tried two different companies. We had two completely different experiences when it came to kind of the delivery, as well as how much single use plastic they actually gave. So before you wanna start your shopping online, and this is something that I do you know, regardless whether I am in isolation or whether I'm going to a market or wherever, whenever I wanna go to the shop, to go and shop for food, I always make sure that I make a grocery list. So I have a look at options and usually I do it for one week at a time. So in this case, I also did it one week at a time. I worked out what is the dishes that we were gonna be eating if you don't always know what to cook, there's loads of easy basic recipes that you can just Google that will help you go a long way and also try and be creative with leftovers as well. So yeah, check what it is that you need for your, for your ingredients. And also, this is if you're not in your own home during isolation, you know, you do wanna check out what is in your apartment or your hotel room? You know, is there um, stuff like, you know, do you have access to an oven, a stovetop, a kettle, a microwave, a uh, fridge, freezer? You know, what do you have access to? Because if you don't have access to an oven, 
well, I guess you're not going to make any cakes or breads or things like that. So then that's something you need to roll out um, as not, you know, a good idea to do. So some of my favorite stuff that we had was dishes that we made was like salads, really cool and interesting salads, um, wraps, we had pasta, and of course, a good Vegemite and butter sandwich. Of course, we're in Australia, so we do love Vegemite. And so first of all, yeah, that's the shopping list. So do make it. Then secondly, before you actually go ahead and just like place an order, do a little research online to see what are some of the grocery stores that actually deliver online? And is there any of them that actually offer more sustainable delivery options? So after you've selected your grocery store, you've got your shopping list, now it's time to go and start ordering whatever it is you want to order. Start by browsing for your products online and check if it's possible to purchase the items with the least amount of packaging. You might not have access to an online bulk delivery store. If you have, please let me know who they are and I'll be sure to let all the other crazy birds know as well. So yeah, check for whatever has got the least packaging. And if there's not really anything with little packaging, check if at least some of these packaging is reusable. Like a glass pasta jar were amazing to actually, you know, store stuff afterwards. Or check if the items can actually be recycled where you are. Make sure to include a few essentials like dishwash liquid or a dishwash powder or anything like that. That was essential for me as I wanted to clean all of the packaging and obviously wash the dishes and everything um, to make sure we don't have a smelly house after two weeks or probably after a few days if you don't do that. And also check if you need some essentials like cooking oil, if you've got a stove top and you're gonna fry stuff or you know just prepare some stuff and in the pan. And also like some salt and some of your favorite spices because remember you are in isolation so there's no going out until the, the like period's finished. So you do wanna make stuff that, you know, tastes at least half decent. So try and get a few things of those as well. And because you're gonna be cooped up for like two weeks, I highly recommend, you know, get a few, few of your favorite like go-to snacks you know, something that you really love that you can enjoy while watching Netflix or anything that's going to be that comfort for food for you. Make sure you get that because, you know, you don't want to try and save on all the waste, but then mentally it's becoming an issue because, you know, you cooped up, you don't have friends or family that can come and visit you. So, maybe something like a nice treat for you, you know, you deserve it. So make sure you do order a few things like that as well. And then again, check for the packaging. But for this, I definitely feel like, you know, something that's going to make you feel good might be a really good option. So check out for that. And then the last one, or well, last of online shopping, is if you're ready to check out, make sure to select if there's any like, you know, green or 
um, paper bags or any like options that they give you to check. Make sure you check it. And also make sure to write stuff in the delivery um, instructions. Like, you know, please reduce on packaging. Use as little single-use plastic as possible. Please don't put produce in single-use produce bags. Just chuck them in with all the other stuff. That's fine. Um, things like that. And also do mention that you are in isolation and that the people need to bring the groceries right to your door as you cannot go and get it. You know, sometimes delivery people would just leave it by the door, ring the bell and be like, hey, it's here. <laughs> so just make sure they know that so that they can understand and also do their part. If you do not like to cook or if you cannot cook meals where you currently are, then there is also the option to order ready cooked meals that can be delivered. Normally, I would go for a packaging that's either compostable and like really compostable, not like the greenwash stuff or recyclable. But during the lockdown, it was really hard for me to buy stuff that has to be composted because, you know, I can't compost it immediately. I had to keep stuff in the apartment. So you want to reduce on the smell. So I opt for um, stuff that came in reusable containers which I could then use. There was a few compostable items that I did get, but it was very minimal and I ended, ended up putting them in the freezer just so that they don't smell and we didn't freeze a lot of stuff. So there was space in the freezer. So we had some delivery issues with our groceries, our online groceries. So it only came after the second day. So our first and second day, we actually had to rely on um, like a food delivery system. Otherwise we had no food. So I opt for these items to actually come in the reusable containers that I then washed and we used it again and again and again and again. And I'm still using some of them. So now the food waste. Oh, that is the smelly, smelly part. So I tried firstly to minimize as much food waste as possible, but obviously while you cook, there will be the off bits, um, you know, cut pieces of food, prep that needs to be kind of composted. I saved all of my food scraps in a plastic bag that our spinach came in. So I kind of reused that bag and then just filled it up with the food waste and put it in the freezer. So it actually froze all the stuff and there was literally no smell. During um, isolation, I drank a lot of tea. On a normal day, I love drinking tea. So during isolation was no different, but I could not get loose leaf tea. So what I actually did is um, there was tea bags that I used. So after I used a tea bag, I would put it on a plate and just like kind of dry the bags out. Once they were dry enough, I would cut it open with a scissor and then place the tea leaves in the compost bag and then the and then the tea bags are actually not compostable. It's not even recyclable. There's actually plastic in those tea bags. So do opt for loose leaf wherever you can. So I kept them just like on a separate plate in the freezer. So I kept them on a plate in the freezer just to make sure they don't have any smell or attract any pest. And after our isolation, our bag of kind of food waste 
was given to one of our family members and they used it in as um, for their garden compost. Now another lovely question, um, how we stayed hydrated. So this was something that I came prepared for. I purchased a charcoal water filter. So it actually comes with a little like steel casing and then you can hook it on stuff. It works really well. I packed it in my luggage and it works kind of as a as a natural water filter that you can just add onto any bottle, jug, and it basically filters the water naturally by removing any chemicals such as like chlorine or chlorine. <laughs> and it also adds minerals to the water like calcium. And our tap water was safe to drink. And obviously I've checked that we've lived in Perth previously. So I knew that. So do check that out before you go, because otherwise you might need something that's a little bit um, stronger filtering wise. Uh, so yeah, then the charcoal won't be strong enough for you. But other than that, it would work wonders. So our tap water did not taste great at first, but after about eight hours with this charcoal stick, it really tastes, you can really taste the difference. So we had a large pot in the kitchen and I would just fill that up with the filter and then kind of once it has had its eight hours in the pot, I would then fill wine, empty wine bottles. Yeah, we need to reuse before recycle. Remember that one. And then I just started kind of a new batch of water that then had to filter for eight hours. And we are actually still using that method to filter water in our house today. So I'm happy to say that during isolation, we did not have to use a single, single use plastic water bottle to stay hydrated. Guys, before we go any further, I wanted to take a moment to just say thank you to all of you crazy birds that has taken a moment to rate and review the podcast. I really appreciate it. And just because I love your review so much, I'm just gonna read one to you now. So it's from Tabs from Canada. And her review was, interesting interviews. Thanks, Mama Earth Talk. Let's get involved caring for our environment. Thank you for all you do. Thank you so much, Tabs. Really, really appreciate that. I'm going to read out a review every month and the next one could be yours. So please go over to wherever you get your podcast from and rate and review. I have a few tutorials on my Instagram. The link's in the bio, designed by Mariska on Instagram. That can help you if you do get stuck doing the review um, if you have any questions, message me, I'll help you. And if you've done that, you know, kind of let me know. I would really love all your support and it really means the world to me. So yeah, thank you so much. So let's dig right back into this podcast episode. I try to reuse as much of the packaging as we got as possible. But there was a few things that could not be reused and had to be recycled. For the recycling, I set up a little recycling station or what was more like three shelves in a cupboard, but it worked. 
So station one, also known as the bottom shelf, I placed all of our glass bottles and soda cans that can be returned as part of the containers for change program that gives you a 10 cent refund for every single container. And they literally just started it as we were in isolation here in Perth. So great time to be moving to Perth. The second station, also known as the second shelf, this was all the soft plastic that we used. And in Australia, we have a recycling program called Red Cycle. And they recycle these materials and turn it into furniture. Some of the plastic that can be recycled through this program is basically any soft plastic that you can like scrunch or yeah, scrunched in a little bowl. This also include like silver lined chips packets, which normally cannot be recycled, so they can actually recycle this. And they've got an entire list on their website of what you can and cannot recycle. And I'm gonna link that up in the show notes as well. So you guys can go and have a look to see what exactly you can and cannot recycle with them. And station number three, that was also known as the top shelf. And this was for all of our paper, cardboard, and like hard, hard plastic and tins that could actually be collected by the curbside recycling. So in the beginning, I mentioned two of the three things that I brought with me. And those were the sashes and those collapsible containers. And they are honestly amazing. So I brought them with from Brisbane and I first used them in, um, in my luggage. So if there was a few items that had liquids in it, I kind of placed the stuff in there and also like my pens and markers and things, I placed that in a stash to kind of keep them together. Um, so yeah, and then once we got in Perth, I just gave them a good wash and they came in super handy for storing food in the fridge and the freezer. And they also helped me not to create any food waste because now we can properly store our kind of leftover food or if there was some, you know, fruit and vegetables that kind of we only ate half at a time so that they don't go off as easily. And our collection of containers obviously grew a little over the two days of food delivery that we got. And I am still using those containers today as we are still waiting for our container to actually arrive from Dubai. That's a whole new podcast. And I, I just didn't wanna purchase anything that I already have that I know is coming. So I just tried to like use whatever we could. So after two weeks of isolation, we left with only a small plate of waste that had to be sent to a landfill. This included many used MTT bags, moisture absorbers that some of the food that we ordered um, from the grocery store came in. We had some pill strips um, and also yarn from some of the packaging that I was not too sure whether they were 100% organic to place them with the compost. So I had to let them go into the landfill, unfortunately. And there was also a mesh swab from me trying to <laughs> donate blood in the same week 
that we um, came out of isolation. So we did have a lot more recycling than we would normally have as well as waste that went to the landfill. So this really made me think back to when I was wearing this like trash suit and just how easy it is to create waste at the click of a button. But with little preparation, creativity, and thinking about what you purchase, you could reduce your waste. Well guys, that is how we were able to actually reduce our waste during isolation. I would really love to hear whether you guys actually um, use some of these tips. Was there something that you found interesting? Let me know. Is there something that you are doing that I did not mention that I would love to know as well and share with our crazy birds so that they can too start doing other things as well? So thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Really appreciate it. If this or any of the episodes resonated with you, please share it with a friend or family member that you think will love it too. I really appreciate your support. If you really love this podcast, please head on over to where you listen to the podcast and write and review the podcast. It really helps other people to find Mama Earth Talk and I would just really, really appreciate it. I hope you have an amazing day or evening or whatever time it is where you are. Thank you so much for listening. Sending you guys so much love. And that's a wrap. You can find the show notes of this episode on the mamaearthtalk.com's website. The biggest thank you goes out to all of you crazy birds for listening to the podcast. If you have not already listened to all of the episodes, you can go back to a few of them. You will absolutely love them. I really enjoyed recording every single one of them and I really hope that you enjoy listening to them. There's over a hundred episodes, so if you feel a little bit lost on which one to listen to next, maybe select one of the episodes with guests that you might want to know more of and start from there. If you enjoy the episodes, why not tell a friend about the podcast and maybe share an episode with them. Let them know that we are here and we are waiting for them with open arms and they are all very welcome to join the crazy birds globally. If you have a question for me, please send them over. The best place would probably be a DM on Instagram at Design by Mariska or pop me an email at hello at mamaearthtalk.com. If there's a particular guest or topic that you would like to hear on the podcast, let me know. I love to hear from all you crazy birds. New episodes are uploaded every second Monday, so make sure to subscribe that you do not miss a thing. Mama Earth has a voice and it's us crazy birds.